We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rickert. It's a pleasure to have you along. It is Friday. We are in between games for the week as JMU picked up a win on the men's side last night. The women did fall to Georgia State, and they're both at home tomorrow for the final time inside the Atlantic Union Bank Center. Coastal Carolina and the JMU women at 2, and then Georgia Southern and the JMU men at 6. Let's talk some JMU hoops with Shane Metlin from the Daily News Record. Shane is actually in studio for the first time, I believe. Hi, Shane. Hey, hey how's it going? <laughs> I happen to be in the neighborhood. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you coming in. This is good stuff. So, um, Is it hard to believe it? It's so strange that the last regular season home games are tomorrow. Yeah, it, it is. It's weird because it, it doesn't seem like we're at the end of the regular season. But um, we, we've known all along that they <laughs> right. put four, four on the road. But when you get there, it, it just just feels a little bit different. It's like it shouldn't be happening right now. But just it seems is. too early. Yeah, especially for the senior night mm-hmm. stuff and aspects of that. I mean, it it, it, it is weird. I think probably for those guys that they're going to get you yeah. know, honored and have the whole like stop and take the plaque and all that stuff, and then. They still got four games to play after that. <laughs> Five, you know, they're going to do that before the game. and that That's probably a little bit weird for those guys, especially. I agree. Yeah, I agree, too. And, you know, we did find out on Monday that Terrence Edwards is going to be honored. And, and mm-hmm. it's not strange nowadays <clears throat> to have a redshirt junior or someone in their fourth year honored. We saw that yeah. from Kiki Jefferson last year. Steph Oderkirk is going to get honored um, for the women as well. She still has a year of eligibility and doesn't know what she's going to do. So, um, <laughs> I guess... We they probably don't know what they're doing, but it it does kind of lend to well maybe he's looking elsewhere maybe he's going to go yeah. somewhere else I don't know we'll yeah he talked in the post game press conference last did night. did he talk about last a, night? a little bit I mean he just sort of hinted at things he, he was he's like whether I come back or not you know this program is going to be in really good shape things like that so I mean he's a guy who's going to have probably all kinds of options whether it's you know test NBA draft waters right. play pro elsewhere. Um, he could play at any level, basically, you know, college ball and as a graduate. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't, you can't really fault anybody who, no. once they've graduated, they have the whole world in front of them. A lot of options. Or, yeah. I mean, whether it's, you know, continuing school or play pro ball. And, you know, you mentioned somebody like Steph Odekirk, obviously a local kid mm-hmm. who has loved JMU for a long time. But, you know, she's going to move on with life have a degree sometimes, too. And, like, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just like, what we saw this with softball team a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. They had players who were going to play a fifth year, but they just didn't have the grad programs at JMU that they were going into, and mm-hmm. so it wasn't even a softball decision to move on. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the rosters look like next year. I mean, you just you just don't know, and like <laughs> that's college athletics, right? Yeah, now. And, and you know, if you get four years out of somebody, you can't really complain about it. These no days. doubt. We're almost through all the COVID years now, yeah. so it'll kind of get back to normal, so to speak. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Shane Metlin, game from the DNR, and let's talk about last night. And again, the JMU men, boy, they were fantastic early in the game. They scored the first 17 points, had a 25-point halftime lead. It was up to 31, I think, at one point in the, in the first half. Now, I know it didn't play great in the second half. It got down to, I think, 13 at one point in time, but still, they win by 20. Um, it's hard when you're up 31 in the first half. It's hard to cons- to sustain that for 40 minutes. But this team is starting to, I think, kind of find itself again, don't you think? Yeah, and I mean, I think even you know, you look at the second half. They didn't they didn't shoot as well. Mm-hmm. They were missing some shots close to the basket. They shot free throws unbelievably well. Both, <laughs> both teams did. But JMU was getting to the line because you know they couldn't really stop JMU from getting to the rim. Um, so you know they were doing what they needed to do to keep that to keep a comfortable distance they're right. making their free throws and never really any any sign of panic at all once it gets down to you know 14 13 points i think 13 was about as close as it I think got it was, yeah. and um you know 
never there was never really much doubt at least in my mind that they were going to win by like you know 18 20 points right. just kind of you know like you said you can't keep your foot on the gas for 40 minutes it's hard, really yeah. when you when you get up 31 like really that wasn't the first you know 15 minutes of it the was game. it was i mean that was a that was a great stretch it, of basketball they yeah. played really well on both ends yeah it did they really did that was an unbelievable start and mm-hmm. you know one <laughs> stat i kind of tweeted out last night I, I would be shocked if this has ever happened before. That Georgia State went on an 11 0 run, a 17 <laughs> 2 run, and Jimmy went nine minutes without a field goal, and they still lost by 20. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, not going to find that out yeah, often. Yeah I, don't know. yeah, I don't know if that's ever happened before. Because it, it was 17 straight to start the game, and then JMU later in the first half, I think it was a 17 2 run. So there, that was a stretch of 34 to 2 in the first half. Yeah, and then, and obviously JMU had their, their own yes. big runs. But, like, you know. It, um, one of the analytics sites breaks it down like a team that goes on a 10-0 run in a game wins 70% of the time you know obviously if both teams have a 10-0 run it, right. it, it's a toss-up but like I don't know of anybody who's like went on the kind of run, two of the runs that Georgia State <laughs> did and still got beat by 20 yeah. like you know you can lose but you don't lose by 20 by very 20. often and we're never in the game yeah ever yeah <laughs> We're talking to Shane Vetland from the Daily News Record, talking some JMU hoops. As again, they picked up a win last night. The Dukes are twenty-three and three. I know Coach Byington; he doesn't want to talk about the significance of breaking school records. And again, that was the most wins ever now in the mm-hmm. regular season. They're if they win tomorrow, they're going to tie the all-time record for wins in a season with still four games left in the regular season, and and hopefully more than that. But this is I've mentioned this a lot here lately. People need to jump. This is a historic season. This has never happened, essentially, at JMU. Now, again, how this team is determined probably is going to be what happens in the postseason. Mm-hmm. But up to this point, this is a historic season. It, it is. And, you know, I think it's a shame that mid-major teams especially don't get judged more on what they do yeah. in the regular season. Because to do this over the course of several months and right. to be ranked in the top 25 for eight weeks and – and break records in the regular season. I don't think it gets enough love. I don't think you know, I agree. You know, even you can go back to other coaches in JMU history, like you know, <laughs> right. like you know, Lou Campanelli Just and Lefty Giselle and Kenny Brooks. Like they don't get enough credit for what they've right. done in a regular season, winning conference championships. Because everybody kind of looks at what they do if they make the NCAA tournament, which is really hard to do. And, it is, and yeah. you, you know, at this level, you're taking three months worth of work. And then boiling it down to a weekend, it, <laughs> about three games, yeah, it, maybe two. Yeah. You know, I don't think I don't think you know they get enough love for what they do in the regular season. I know, I agree. It's it's such a shame because again, JMU they're going to be favored the rest of their games in, in the regular season, and if they win them all, they're twenty eight and three, mm-hmm. and they're probably not an at large team, which yeah. is crazy. It's, I mean, it, maybe they are. They're but getting closer. They're, they're, the conversation they're starting beginning. to kind of be on that bubble, aren't and, they? Yeah, and you know they they got up to fifty two in net today. I mean, mm. if they run the to, table, are they starting to get to that? Well, they get you know, top forty five yeah. range, which I think you're you're on the bubble then because we're talking about what basically there's basically thirty three spots mm-hmm. for at large teams, um, and you know some of those are. You know, some of those are teams that are going to win both their regular season and their conference tournament. Right. Um, and so we don't know exactly how many spots there are going to be once the conference tournaments are done. But I think if Jimmy continues to win, they're going to be kind of borderline. Um, and if, if they would win out, so let's do the math here. So they could be, they'd be, th- if they went out and lose in the Sun Belt Championship game, mm-hmm. they'd be 30 and four. Yeah. 
Man, it'd be hard hard to I, leave them out. 19, <laughs> like there would be, you know, you get to that point, you're talking about at least at the very least, you're going to get some yeah. national attention because there's going to be some outcry. Like, hey, you can't leave a 30 win team out. You can't yeah, leave a 29 team win out. And especially when they've been ranked in the top 25, and they've got. I know Michigan State's not having a great year, but they're yeah. still a good team. Kent and, State's not having a great year, but I mean, they've got good wins on their resume. Yeah, and you know, Michigan State, like they're record just at first glance is not good but they're up they're there still, and they're you know top yeah. I, I didn't check where they were today but they've been a top 25 net team ken palm team so like analytically that's to win that game on the road is still a big win right and you know there's they haven't played very many of those quad one quad two games but like they're the only they're one of only a handful of teams <laughs> in the country that hasn't lost yeah. one um so it, it'll be very interesting to see where they end up as far as that discussion um just keep you know, winning and see what happens. Yeah. And again, hopefully get three wins. And it'd be interesting to see if it would be App State again in the championship. And if they would yeah. lose a third time, I think I think it'd be hard probably to – I don't know. I Because then you think, well, App State <clears throat> then would be in the automatic bid. Yeah. They'd be a tournament team. And then three of your four losses, if the scenario played out, would be to a tournament team. Yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing, Troy lost last night. Troy was yep. actually in first place and owned a tiebreaker with yep. App State before last night i mean and that could still change because everybody's got a handful of games left but um that would have been an interesting scenario if troy was the number one seed then yeah. you might have seen app state and jmu in the semifinals the semi that would be and, interesting and then if jmu got a win yeah. over app state in the semis but lost in the championship game then you're talking about a, a whole different like uh, that's another scenario yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i mean the, that top three i think you know it, it's a game separating app yep. state from troy and jmu right now Troy doesn't play JMU. They have a tiebreaker over App State. Like, it's you know, anything could happen really in that top three as far as who ends yeah. up being the one, two, and three seeds. Yeah, this will be very interesting to see how it all plays out in different scenarios. And again, if JMU keeps winning, then they'll probably be in the conversation for an at large. So, again, their net's been pretty high the entire year. Talking to Shane Metlin from the Daily News Record. Um, Georgia Southern tomorrow. Um, they've been dangerous in league play, but. They're still five and twenty-one. I mean, I don't, I don't see them yeah. coming in here on Senior Day and winning this game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, unless it's you know maybe Senior Day has the opposite effect as far as and you it can. So I've, I've seen it before. Yeah. But you know, Jamie's just a lot more talented and and deeper than Georgia Southern. I mean, I you got to give them some credit for um, struggling as much as they did in non-conference play and then coming in and being yeah. Competitive. I mean, they were zero and twelve coming and, into conference play. Yeah, and then, I, <laughs> and then you know, I was shocked that they you know got blown out by a. I don't know it was a pretty close thing, but they lost to a Buffalo team that we saw right. earlier this season that's, that was not very good. And, you know, I thought, okay, Georgia Southern's gotten their act together. They can win a non-conference game in the MAC Challenge, and, and they didn't. And right. But then they come out and, you know, they give App State trouble at in Statesboro. Um, so it, they played pretty well at home on yeah, the road they've struggled. Yeah, some, so, so, I mean, you know, and Jamie's still got to go down there. And, yeah. Um, they, they struggled down there last year, and it's they did. it's you know Mark Byington going back to Statesboro <laughs> and stuff. So there's some factors there, but um, you know we're talking about if they can win out. You look at the schedule. You you kind of almost are counting on two of those wins against Georgia Southern. Yeah, you are. I mean, and and I think they'll be favored in all of them. And again, yeah. they probably should win the games. Now on the road in conference play is going to be a challenge, and then there's four straight to end the regular season. It's a long road trip, yeah. um, so all that's going to play a factor. But again, they they. They should and, and hopefully will win those games. And, again, they're, they're starting to play really good basketball right now. Again, the deuce gets set tomorrow for Georgia Southern. Six o'clock is that tip-off. JMU women struggling right now. They went to they played a good Ball State team on Saturday, yeah. and, and that's a good team. Didn't, didn't play well. 
you thought they'd come back home, try and rebound from that loss against a team that beat them earlier in the season as well. And then they kind of laid an egg, especially late in that basketball game. That was a tough loss last night. Yeah, because you go back to the Ball State game, and you know you don't necessarily read too much into them losing. Right. But you kind of hope they'd be competitive against a good team, and you know they were they were blown out of that one pretty early. They were um, the final score, or they they got back within ten, I think, in the second quarter or in the second half. Mm-hmm. But um, but I mean, they were never really. It was in really that never one. a game, kind of like last night's men's game. And, and then <laughs> and then you know. To play, you you expected a little bit of a rebound against Georgia State, and you know, obviously some adversity. First off, you know, Susha Kozlova's, in my opinion, the best and most skilled big in in the Sun Belt women's basketball. Yeah, I agree. And they're playing without her. Um, they're playing without Amira Williams, who's not like a superstar by any means. But I think they'd kind of plan to. Hey, we're gonna mix in some different stuff on defense. Play maybe play a little full court pressure mm-hmm. at times, and she's somebody they would put in the game for that. So they scrapped that, you know, before the game. And then Heaven Bristow, <laughs> they don't even call foul on this play where she gets taken out by three people, right. and, and she's out for the rest of the game. And so th- there's a little bit of adversity, but I don't think um, e- even with that said, you know. Shauna Regan was not happy with the performance. And yeah. I think that's a situation where, like, you know, maybe if you play well and still lose and you're missing some people, the reaction from O'Regan's completely be a little different. <laughs> but, like, no, he, he was not happy with, yeah. with the effort or anything else last night. It seems to be a problem. They keep talking about effort. And, yeah. And that's, that's, you really can't coach effort. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to yeah. coach effort. That just needs to be there. And it, it's surprising with this team. Um, and, and again, I don't want to, I'm not going to question anybody's effort. I mean, but coach brings that up a lot. But is there some concern for you right now with this team? Again, five games left. They dropped the nine and four. They're tied for third with a few other teams, but they're on the verge now of dropping out of the, the top four spots where you get that double bye. Yeah, I think that's the biggest concern yeah. is, you know, you, they can, you know, finish relatively strong here. But, you know, if you but they up, also have four on the road, if you <laughs> and if you end up in the tie with Georgia State, you, you're not breaking the tie there you might end up playing an extra game mm-hmm. in, in the Sun Belt tournament which a couple weeks ago I, I didn't even think, I didn't think that I didn't was think a possibility like, yeah, at all <laughs> yeah I didn't think that it was no. more like well they finish first or second like yep. you know when, when they win at Marshall but it, it's almost like they didn't respond to to the win very well but for the most part this season mm-hmm. last night excluded um they've responded to loss as well it's almost like they didn't respond to their biggest win very well um a couple weeks ago when they went to marshall yeah no question do you know the severity of uh susha kozlova's injury will she be back soon do you know much about that i i heard that was like sort of a day-to-day situation like it was sort of going to be a game time situation um, From what I think, I think it's a lingering. It's something yeah. that's been lingering for a little while. They're just trying to get it healthy here for the stretch run. So yeah. I, I don't think it's anything serious. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'd heard you know kind of a rumor that like she was in a boot. Somebody mm-hmm. had seen her in a boot, but then like she wasn't. Um, <laughs> she wasn't yesterday, like when she was you know at the game, but not playing. So I, I don't know exactly what it is. I mean. They don't necessarily always give us no, every, every we, detail on injuries, but you know, I texted Sean O'Regan. He, he was like, you know, it, it's. I, I said I heard she might be out, and he was like, well, it's going to be a game time decision, and sounds sounds like it probably was along those was lines. And, close. Um, I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're expecting to have to play the rest of the season without her. That's for sure. Yeah. And Heaven Bristow, did they give an update on her post game? I was not in there. really. Um, you know, he hadn't 
I think visited with the training staff yet. He, I think he spent quite a bit of time with the team. Like, yeah, I'm sure he one. did. And then, and then, then you <laughs> sure know, his, his radio and, uh, you know, press obligations and he hadn't really talked to training staff yet. I, I don't know exactly what that was. Um, I hadn't even actually arrived yet yesterday. I, I saw it on I TV. Didn't, yeah. Like, uh, that's all I did um, too. So I was listening on the it, way coming in and it, didn't sound good. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw it on, on the, uh, ESPN plus broadcast and like, took a hard hit hit the whole floor hard um and then w- was out of the game for the rest of it so that was unfortunate yeah so they're they got to figure it out again there's some concern right now with this team um they're still good enough to win the the league win the tournament if they want to but it's just they're really inconsistent right now yeah and i mean in there you know we talked about the men we really talked about like three teams who are up there in louisiana's they're on the verge behind. right there, yeah. And then those are the teams like we probably would talk about as being capable of winning. Yep, I think those tournament. are the four teams the, that probably could win it. I think there's six, seven, maybe eight in the women's side like, so that, too. that are right there. You know, especially at Marshall's got the uh, got the best record mm-hmm. by far. But you know, Jamie was beating Marshall, and Marshall plays that like system where if you're not hitting, if you're threes, not hitting, if you're not threes <laughs> one day, like you know, just about anybody can beat you. No and, doubt. Um, and so, team like Georgia State, they're a, they're ascending. They're playing well. ODU's yeah, been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, ODU's been a, good. Uh, ULM, I yeah, kind of up and down, but I think they're capable of winning mm-hmm. three in a row. So I mean, it, it could be the, the women's tournament should be pretty intriguing. Yeah. Um, but you know, JMU's kind of putting themselves in the danger zone a little bit by not taking care of some business. It's tough to uh, tough to win four games. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's hard it really to win three. Is, yeah, I mean, we saw that in the men's tournament last year mm-hmm. where South Alabama was really on a roll, but. Um, by the time they get to play a good Louisiana team right. in the in the finals, they've played an extra game. They're tired, and you just kind of saw that saw that you know play out in the in the second half of that game. Yeah, no question. Pensacola should be fun. Still a few weeks away as the uh, both teams, which is a scheduling quirk. Both teams are on the road for their final four games of the regular season. That's strange. Yeah, it, it is. Um, you know, it's weird that it was both those teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see the men just because they had four straight home games last year to end the regular season, so they'll yeah. flip it this year. But yeah, I don't know exactly how they're going to end see up both. with the with how they make the decisions that this is what they want to do. Yeah, scheduling. It seems like, I mean, I haven't broken it down to try to like see if <laughs> like, if I could change it and you know make it two and two or something. Right, but like, right. I don't, I don't know how they get to the decisions they they do, but um, you know, if they can win both teams, if they can finish. You know, four and oh, three and one yeah. in those final four. They've earned Give some serious they've momentum. Earned, they've earned where they, they where they'll end up being in, yeah. the, in the standings, no doubt. All right, good stuff, my man. Get out and uh, watch the Dukes tomorrow. Listen to them as well on, on the airwaves. Two o'clock, Jamie women take on Coastal, and then Jamie men take on Georgia Southern tomorrow night at six o'clock inside the Atlantic Union Bank Center. Shane, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. All right, thanks, Dave. Shane Metlin from the Daily News Record. You can read more of his stuff online, dnronline.com/slash sports. We're gonna break. Come back with more of the Daily Sports Suite as we continue here on ESPN Harrisonburg. <laughs> 